What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another show, and welcome to another Workout Wednesday coming out on a Thursday because of the 4th of July. If you're in America, you know that this is our Independence Day. If you're not from the States, uh, the 4th of July is where the United States celebrates Independence Day, uh, so usually involves a lot of get-togethers with friends and families uh, and just time of celebration and of course, a day off from work, uh, which I took as well for the podcast. So no episode came out Wednesday, uh, but I am making up for that episode right now. And this is that episode releasing a day later just because of that holiday. Hopefully that's all right with all you guys and you didn't miss it too much, but I hope you missed me a little bit and you're excited to tune in for another show. I'm excited that you're here listening. I'm excited to get down to another episode and talk about fitness, answer some questions about workouts, which is what I'm doing today. If you have a question you want answered on the podcast, you just reach out to me on Instagram. That's at StoltzFit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T, or at triplefpodcast.com slash contact. Those are the best ways to get a hold of me and to get your questions answered by me on the podcast. Thank you for listening, and thank you for tuning in for another episode. Let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Workout Wednesday. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast, back with another episode. Today is a Workout Wednesday. As I said in the intro, coming out a day later, because of Independence Day this past well, Wednesday was the 4th of July, so it was a celebrated holiday for everybody here in the United States, uh, and and because of that, had the day off from work, did some fun things, basically just kind of hung around and spent some quality time because uh, it was raining pretty hard here all day. Uh, but hey, it's cool, right? We were able to still celebrate. We are able to still hang out with people uh, that, that, that mean something to us and that we're wanting to wanting to spend some time with. So so it was pretty cool. Um, but because of that, as I said in the intro, of course, that the the podcast didn't release on Wednesday. It's coming out today on Thursday. I'm recording this Thursday morning. So uh, today's show, however, still follows the Workout Wednesday theme, which is why I played the little, you know, DJ, the overly dramatic DJ voice saying Workout Wednesday in the intro is because um, I'm still going to be answering fitness questions. Got a few questions uh, in the inbox that I want to answer. Most of these all came through Instagram. That's at StoltzFit on Instagram, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T on Instagram, uh, and one of them through the contact form as well on triplefpodcast.com slash contact. Um, so I guess I'll just dive right into the first question. The first question 
we'll see how many I get through just to kind of back up really quick. Uh, I, I, I want to answer typically when I go into these shows, like two to three questions, but sometimes I go off on one question, spend 20 minutes talking about it. And then I just kind of end the show and make the whole show about that topic, which is cool. I mean, to be able to give you detailed information and your question to kind of make a whole podcast is pretty sweet. Uh, but you know, I'll try to answer everybody's. If I didn't get to your question today, I will get to it in a future question, I promise, uh, or a future podcast, rather. But my first question comes through Instagram and basically just saying, basically just saying, should I focus on my strengths or my weaknesses? So this person has heard multiple conflicting things, which I've found to be very common in the fitness industry. Uh, you know, some groups of people saying to zero in on your strengths uh, in workouts specifically. So doing the things that you're good at to elicit the most response. And then, uh, you know, this whole concept of muscle confusion and this whole concept of doing things that you're terrible at and that that's being the best thing for you. So this is a common question I hear. Actually, I was talking about this with somebody at work as well the other day. Uh, so I'm going to dive into my answer for it. I'm going to try to give you a good detailed answer about this question. Should you focus on your strengths, or your weaknesses and fitness? Uh, I mean, the the short answer is going to be is going to be depends, right, which is kind of cheating. So I don't want to just leave it there. Uh, I do want to kind of classify different goals and different people in some separate categories here. So if you are, if you are, let's just say ambitious. So if you want to be the fittest, if you want to be uh, the strongest on a certain lift, if you want to be the best at something, it's not going to involve balance, right? And this is kind of this whole concept of this hybrid training that I was talking about before where I put out that free workout program was that if you want to be the best, you're probably not going to encourage balance in your programming and you're not going to encourage balance in your body. Uh, if you just care about that balance, then it's very easy. But just know that if you focus on the balance, you're not going to be uh, a master on anything else. So it's that jack of all trades, master of none, where jack of all trades isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just your your type of goal, right? So if you want to be the person that feels the best, has the most energy, it has the least injuries down the road, that, that um, you know, doesn't run their body into the ground, that's able to do a lot of different things, that can pick up the weights, that can run a few miles, they can climb a rope, they can they can crawl, they can walk, they can squat, you know, whatever it is, any activity you pick, if you want to be the person that can do that and not have difficulty with that, then you're going to want a balanced training approach, which is going to mean focusing in on your weaknesses. Uh, and in general, if you want to be the best at something, it's pretty much going to mean that you are the strong, you're strong at that and you want to zero in on that. So, you know, if you are a world champion bench presser, it might not be the most balanced, optimal thing for your health and longevity and your training longevity and you know your, your overall balance might not be the best thing ever to keep on benching and to focus on getting stronger and stronger and stronger at that one lift. However, it is going to be very advantageous for your main goal, right? So if, you, if what you care about is being the strongest bench presser around or in the world or in your school or 
or in your gym, whatever it is, if you if that if that's what you care about, then you better zero in on that, right? You don't need to be doing the runs. You don't need to be doing the the rope climbs, the sled pushes, right? You don't need to be doing that stuff because it's not necessarily going to directly improve your bench press. Your energy and your time would be better spent focusing in on this main thing, and and you're better off just pouring everything into that. That's what it takes to be the best at something, but my general answer to this question is if you're just asking this and you don't know that you should zero in on these strengths, right, then you probably need to focus on your weaknesses. For 90% of people out there, I, I do believe that focusing on weaknesses, focusing on weak body parts, things that are lagging is going to be the most beneficial for you, right? There's several benefits to this. Number one is going to be the balance aspects. You're going to become a much more balanced individual if you focus in on the weaknesses and try to bring those up. So if you're terrible at, if you're really weak, let's say at rows, but you're good at pressing, bringing up your rows and being able to pull weight instead of just push weight is going to really balance you out. It's going to prevent injury in the future. It's going to it's going to actually help your bench press most likely in that specific example, because you are kind of doing this 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 antagonist movement to the press, right? So if you're pressing away from your body, pulling to your body is the opposite movement, which is the whole first half of the bench press. So I do think that strong strong antagonist movements typically will help out the main mover, even if it's not a direct correlation, you're going to feel more stable, going to feel more strong, and you're going to feel, and you're going to feel just uh, better at that in general. But what about the what about the lifts that, what about the movements, the weaknesses, the the positions that don't necessarily have the same movement pattern as as any lift that you're good at, right? What if your strength is powerlifting, you're really strong with the big three, squat, bench, and deadlift, but your weakness is maybe like stability, like you're really, really bad uh, doing uh, core exercises, or you're really, really bad on uh, planks, you're really bad at supporting yourself on the rings or doing a handstand, right? Are these things important? Are these things critical? And are they going to make or break your training generally the answer is no, you're not going to make or break your training. However, I do believe you're going to have much better results if you focus in on these weaknesses. And it might not be stuff you see right away, right? This is kind of the the bread and butter. This is kind of the main point here that I'm trying to make is that you might think that, you know, you want to be strong in powerlifting, focusing in on stability on the rings or ab stability or you know being able to do a great plank and hold positions the right way you might not see that direct correlation right away but what what you are doing is increasing stabilization you are increasing your ability to create muscular tension in certain areas you are you are challenging yourself in a certain way that's going to elicit some kind of response right and there's so many examples of this you name one exercise i guarantee you I could give you a carryover to some kind of strength movement, even if it's not direct, right? Even if it's just, uh, you know, a handstand walk, let's say, like that. Like, what does a handstand walk do if I want to be a great deadlifter? Well, I mean, it's going to really create some shoulder stability, which is going to really help you, which is really going to help you in all these lifts and really help you prevent injury down the road, right? And that's really where it comes in. 
that's really where balance comes in is it might not directly correlate to something like a deadlift but what it is going to do is help you train longer and it's going to help you train better down the road because you're going to be focusing on on every aspect of movement in your body so you're not going to be ignoring something that's going to sneak up on you and bite you later this is important and this is something that i think a lot of people ignore especially people who are really zeroed into one goal maybe it is the best to focus in on one thing yes but if you if you don't care about being the absolute best and you just want to be really really strong or really really muscular or really really fit it's good to stay balanced because you're going to see these things come up down the road trust me i've seen it in many clients i've seen it in many people i've seen it in many people I've coached and people I follow and people that I am close with that ignoring things that you don't think have a direct correlation only is going to end up to you being not able to train those main movers anymore. So if you if you ignore shoulder stability overhead and all you do is overhead press, you might eventually have problems and pain overhead pressing that could have been solved by preventing that, by creating that shoulder stability, being able to pack the shoulders, scapula control, all of that. Focusing in on the progressions, focusing in on the balance is going to do wonders for your training, but not in the short term, only in the long term. So in six, seven years, you're gonna really notice that you spent all this time focusing on these things when in reality, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to see that right away in your training. So that's my short answer. And my long answer uh, pretty much is to, I encourage you to focus on balance. I encourage you to focus on the things you're bad at, unless you really are trying to be the best in the world with a short time frame. You're really going to benefit from, from focusing on the balance, focusing on injury prevention and a lot of different movements and a lot of different kinds of movements and challenging yourself in a lot of different ways. All right, I'll do one more question before wrapping up for today's Workout Wednesday. Uh, this next question also comes through Instagram. This one is a short one. This one's just saying, how many days a week should I work out? I want to be lean. I want to be muscular. How many days should I work out? And my answer to that question really is another cheat, which is it's a personal preference. And this is something that a lot of people don't understand. This is something that a lot of people think there has to be a certain number of days for a certain result, right? Which I have found in my own training to simply not be true. Uh, there are two different aspects to this. There is what is optimal for your goal and there is what can you stick to and hopefully these align, right? But these for a lot of people and most people don't align, right? So maybe it's optimal that you get in the gym six, seven days a week, even if you're not training hard. Maybe it's to do mobility, to do cardio, to do something, some kind of movement, for a lot of people, that's not the case and they can't stick to that, right? So a lot of people have to only do three, four days a week. And what I found is it's the best to do. You're not going to like this answer because it's very general. But what I found is it's best to do something every single day. But as far as training is concerned, two, three times a week is going to, is going to elicit change, right? You might not get every little, every little ounce of muscle, you might burn, not burn every little calorie that someone who goes seven days a week and trains hard will, 
but you are going to, as a natural lifter, you are going to elicit change with just two to three times a week. I think people think that this isn't enough and it doesn't do any good, but hey, what's the alternative, right? If you're going to do seven days a week and then burn out after five weeks, or if you're going to do six days a week, but only last for three months, you're way better off doing three days a week for several years, right? And I, I, I really believe that. I think it's the best to start with something sustainable. However, it's not necessarily optimal. I don't want you to get the wrong idea that three days a week is the best day amount to train because that's simply not the case. Um, it probably is best to train something like five, six days a week. Uh, but for a lot of people, that's not realistic. And there's something I'm really realizing now that I'm working not in a gym environment, right? When I was doing strength conditioning for like two hours every single day in the middle of the day, I had time to train and there was nothing else to do but use the equipment that I was all around every day. Most people don't have that luxury. Most people have to squeeze it in around their busy lives, which is more like what I'm dealing with right now. And I'm finding that a training program that does three, maybe four days a week, sometimes even two, is incredibly flexible and really allows me to stick to my plan, my progressions, and continue to focus on fitness without being overwhelmed by everything going on and without really having to have the discipline every single day to go. And I do think that discipline is valuable, but I think sometimes it's wasted energy when you could elicit most of the change with just a few times a week. So you have to see for yourself, you know, are you focusing on muscle gain? If so, going four to six times a week is probably going to be the optimal amount. And that's the answer to that question. However, it's not optimal if you can't do it. And it's not optimal if you don't have the time or the discipline yet to do it. Maybe you can build up to that eventually. Maybe you can work with your schedule and figure out how you can fit this in. But for now, do what you can stick to. If you can only go twice a week, you know, go as hard as you possibly can in those two sessions. If you can go four times a week, that still allows for some flexibility. Most of my programs are four-day-a-week programs because you're able to jump around on the days a little bit. You know, work up to what's optimal, but start with what's sustainable. That's my advice for training frequency that I think works for everybody is start with what you can do, you can stick to, and if you never get past that, you're still training for years, right? If you, if you can if you can work up past that and you can work towards what's optimal then do that and you'll be doing that for years right but the constant thing here the constant underlying theme is going to be doing it for years and if you meet anybody that is jacked and old right if you meet like a really really fit older person they probably are wildly consistent with their fitness right it's not like yeah i did a 12 week program back in college i did a 12 week program when i was 30 you know, I fell off for a little bit. That's not the person that's really fit when they're older. The person that's really fit when they're older is the person that constantly focuses on their fitness, you know, does something, does some push-ups if they can't go to the gym, focuses on their fitness, eats right, and does this stuff consistently over many, many years. That's the person that I want to be. I don't know about you guys, but I want to be that person. And if that means dialing back from what's optimal and maybe just focusing on what's sustainable, uh, I think that's a good move. Workout Wednesday. That's it for today, everybody. Answer two. So I almost got to a few questions. I guess that would be technically a couple questions. Uh, but thank you for joining me. And hopefully 
if you asked one of these questions, your question got answered. If I didn't get to your question, I will get to it in a later episode. So be sure to subscribe to the show so you get your podcast automatically downloaded. Thank you for listening, and you can ask your questions at StoltzFit on Instagram. That's S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T, or at triplefpodcast.com slash contact. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.